0: Welcome nerds once again to your very special episode of the Nerd News. In today's episode we have all of the non-E3 events going on. We also have tours for days in the music section. We have unsurprising it's still very welcome updates in the TV section as well as an Adult Swim favorite getting a finalization for the release of its movie as well as a heap of rumors that we really must address all of that and so much more in today's episode <laughs> So, starting in housekeeping, um, nothing super crazy of note. Just still, writer strike is going on, which means TV and movies section are pretty tiny and minuscule, and therefore full episode for everyone, hooray! Uh, as far as other housekeeping goes on the channel, really not a whole lot. Still. Tr- Still behind, but uh, not as far behind as I once was on the uh, the That Just Happened show, as well as the Shout Out show, so uh, stay tuned for more episodes of both of those, uh, new ones to be filmed today, and all of that being said, I think that's housekeeping, I think that's keeping everybody up to date on the channel and the things, so let's talk news. In the music section for news this week, we have a TikTok star who we've actually talked about previously on the channel with more new music. Uh, we also have an update on the Pantera tour situation, as well as some interesting bits from Slipknot and Bonch more. So let's jump in without any further ado. No follow-ups or corrections to make here, so that means we're jumping straight into new music in new music this week we have kim dracula of tiktok fame and honestly we've talked about some new music from kim dracula previously two previous singles as a matter of fact uh only one proper reaction to it though this week though i have yet to listen to this new track death before designer uh because it is time for new uh a batch of proper reaction videos and this is on the list for those proper reaction videos. So, I uh, cannot make a recommendation one way or the other. Though, if we're going based off of previous uh, exports, then yeah, probably gonna be a pretty solid track. Though, uh, we got, we'll we we'll wait and see for sure. Uh, from there, we have Slipknot, a, our first of two pieces from Slipknot. Uh, there is a new single from Slipknot off of a new EP that they have released. The name of the single is Memories. Adderall, Roughcut. The name of the new EP is Adderall and it is available now. You can go stream it on your favorite platform of choice. And it is actually, no, I think specifically only Spotify because I couldn't find all of the tracks on YouTube for whatever reason. Uh, so yeah, only on Spotify and... This is Slipknot at their uh, artsy-ish, I guess, is probably slightly more appropriate. Um, Yeah, I'm here for artsy Slipknot. I always have an appreciation for what they do when they're feeling really non-metal. And this is kind of about as far from metal as they really get. It's still solid. It's still somehow very Slipknot. And uh, honestly, still a recommend. Go listen to the, the Memories track specifically, or just the entire Adderall EP. Either way, you're probably not going to be disappointed. From that one, though, let's talk next about the new Black Braid single. Black Braid is putting out a new record we'll talk about in a moment, but there is a single from this new record, and it is Spirit Returns is the name of the record. Spirit Returns is more Blackbraid, just as we know and love him. It, it's it's there's a proper video this time. There's an actual whole band behind him these days. Uh, and yeah, solid stuff. I generally am not a black metal fan. I like heavy music. Black metal's just a little too uh we're not gonna get into that conversation, but uh Blackbraid is the breath of fresh air in this genre. There are a number of other acts in the genre as well with that are a similar breath of fresh air, but Black Braid I think is probably the most public of them all and the the kind of the forefront of this new black metal sound. There's melody here, there's production value here, there's absolutely every fantastic reason to listen to this new track. Again, the name of the new track, Spirit Returns. Go find the link for the video in the description absolutely 100% recommend anything blackbraid has put out so far And then from there we have a new track from the band King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Uh, Yes, that is the name of the band. Don't generally talk about King Gizzard on the channel because their prolific output makes it rather difficult uh, when you have a format like we do here in which I do a single video a week because in order to cover King Gizzard they would probably need their own video every week considering how much music they put out. But this is the most recent one. Uh, It's from the new metal record that drops very soon though i don't remember a the record title or b the release date but either way they have a single called dragon uh and i'm gonna sound even more stupid because i haven't listened to it yet this is another one that's going that is on the list of uh reaction videos to do within the next week there will be a batch of reaction videos that are ready to be posted sometime in the very near future so this is on that list so i have yet to listen to it but I mean, King Gizzard fans are rabid for these guys. I have heard actually a couple of seconds of, I don't believe it was this track, I think it was a different track from this upcoming record, because a guy at the day job, very much a King Gizzard fan and very much can't not share all of the new awesomeness. So uh, probably going to be pretty solid because they are excellent musicians, but I can't say that for sure until we've listened to the track. So let's move on, shall we? from there we have tours and festivals to talk about Uh, we have a couple of couple of these honestly could have been updates uh, follow-ups if you will but uh, it's about touring so it had to go in the touring subsection right Uh, speaking of first thing right out the gate in touring is botch we have an update for the botch tour that we talked about a couple weeks back Uh, converge and cave-in have been added to two separate dates Uh, both bands on both dates so we have Boston mass uh tour date as well as the Sayreville, new jersey tour date uh both have added converge and cave-in and if you're going to either of those i'm super jealous (laughs) though i did find i think uh the 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 tour date that is closest to me got upgraded to a larger venue so there's fresh tickets so if you looked previously and they were sold out maybe try again because they might have uh gone to a new venue and increased in size and have more tickets to sell so yeah definitely definitely an opportunity there from that we have a new tour announced by static x uh static x if you'll remember just finished a tour that featured slip (laughs) that featured mushroom head oh boy somebody's gonna have something to say in the comment section featured mushroom head amongst other acts as well as dope uh Which isn't that weird, actually. Uh, This new tour is going to be supported by 7Dust, which is pretty interesting. The last time I saw 7Dust was at OzFest years ago. Uh, So be interesting, they just put a new record, so it's gonna be pretty great. And then, surprise, surprise, Dope is also on the bill for this. So uh, Static X, uh, Dope, and Seven Dust going out starting September, I'm sorry, starting October 6th, running through uh, November 1st, uh, starting in Texas, ending in California, and basically everywhere in between. These guys are hard working men in the music business. Uh, From that, we have an update on the Pantera tour situation. Uh, If you remember, Pantera is doing a US tour with Lamb of God as support, and then up until this point, that's all we've known about the bill. Now we have the name of the opening bands for each chunk of the tour. Each of these bands will open uh, a number of shows by themselves, so it'll be them and then Lamb of God and Pantera. Uh, These bands are Snafu, Childbite, Flesh Hoarder, Spirit in the Room, and King Parrot. Uh, All of them, again, will be anywhere from three to like five shows each that they will be opening so you'll have to check the listings uh, to see which one of these bands are opening for the date that you're going to but luckily enough there is a link down in the description if you want to do that. Uh, From there we have the return of the New England Metal and Hardcore Festival which is going to be fantastic it is going to be taking place september 15th and 16th this is the first time since 2016 that this festival has happened which is pretty noteworthy because this is a staple in the scene this it's it's kind of amazing to me that it has been this long since this festival has happened but i mean we did just go through pretty crazy uh, four or five years, right? So, um, four years, I guess I would say. Uh, f- so the the full, we're not going to go over the full li- uh, band listing, the, all of all of the bands on the bill. A couple of noteworthy bands are uh, Lamb of God, Hatebreed, Shadows Fall, Vain FM, Two Hundred Stab Wounds, and Undeath, representing the new school of death metal. Two Hundred Stab Wounds and Undeath both put on a hell of a show Uh, so yeah pretty excited about that I, I hope that we will be seeing these performances posted up to YouTube but uh, in all likelihood it's probably not going to happen uh not in a professional st- uh, way anyway uh, though from there we're going to shift gears just a little bit and talk about tenacious d the d has announced a new tour uh kyle Gass and jack black will be going on tour from september 6th in charlotte north carolina going through september 15th in austin texas not a whole lot of dates here obviously going from the 6th to the 15th that's two weeks of touring Uh, doesn't leave a whole lot of room for all 50 states. So it is very select dates. You can find tickets and uh, the dates down in the description if you follow the link. Uh, From there, our final piece of touring news has to do with the band Ginger. Uh, North American off dates from their Disturbed tour, they are currently on tour with Disturbed uh, on the dates where they have a couple of days off. They are doing a side tour, if you will, on places where they're not going with Disturbed. Uh, these dates start September 7th, run through uh, September 7th in Huntsville, Alabama, run through September 25th in Vancouver, uh, British Columbia, in up in Canada. So yeah, again, tickets down in the description for all. Of these tours, and uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So go get yourself some music. Uh, from there, we do have a couple of pieces of regular ass news. We alluded to this one in the intro. Slipknot has another piece of news for us, and that is that Craig, Craig, the sampler, the you know, the spiky head bondage mask, yeah, that guy uh, has left the band. No official word has been given as to why Craig has left the band, though. Uh, from Everything I've been able to gather, and all of the lines I've been able to read between, it would just seem that because Craig is Craig, uh, very possibly he's just done touring. He's done with music. He's done. He's he's sold all the records he, he feels like he needs to sell, and he's going to retire. Uh, I'm, this is totally speculation. There could be bad blood. It just doesn't seem like it. This is a very different separation than what we have seen from Slipknot in the past with other previous band members, notably Joey Jordison. So they have, uh, replaced him on their current tour, though they are much like when Jay Weinberg and, uh, Tortilla Man and, and who was, uh, 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 v-man uh, much like when all of those guys joined the band in the recent past they are v- being very tight-lipped as to who it is that has replaced craig but uh, craig has been replaced nonetheless also of note on their current european tour they are down one member so they are the eight as it were instead of the nine though i would imagine they're still performing with sean's uh mask on stage because sean clown uh, had to stay home in order to take care of his wife this is actually actually not the first time this has happened. Sean's wife very notably has been going through health issues for some time at this point. So it's a, just another situation where he had to stay home in order to take care of his family because he is a family man after all. So can't really blame the guy for it. Hope all uh, stays good and is good and so on and so forth. From there, we are going to talk very briefly about that new Black Blade, Bra- Black Braid record. Wow, that was a mouthful. So, Black Braid ha- is putting out a new record. It is going to be entitled Black Braid 2, because, you know, the last record was 1. So, uh, it is going to be self-released, much like the first record, and it is going to be released on July the 7th. Uh, Black Braid is amazing once again i can't gush too much about this guy because uh, then it'll take away from our music suggestions this week uh, actually we're going with black braid one uh the like, we, we when this record dropped uh and and i listened to it the first time i recommended it for two weeks in a row i'm recommending it, recommending it again because it is legitimately that good uh this breaks so many different stereotypes about the genre of black metal that it is just worth a listen for those reasons alone. From even if it's just an anthropological uh, comparison of the genre as a whole to what Black Braid is as a recording artist, then it's worth a listen just for that because he is so dramatically different from the, the, the whole of the genre, but then also still very much part of the whole of the genre, so it's beautiful thing to see. Melody and production value are welcome in black metal, it would seem, and Black Braid is a shining, shining example of both of them, go listen to the first record because it will change the way you view black metal. All right, nerds, let's talk now about some gaming and tech, and I say some, We've got a whole giant section for gaming and tech. Microsoft Activision is back in the follow ups section. We have uh, a real quick follow-up on another uh, NetherRealm property, as well as basically we're just going to run through all of the announcements from the past week as far as the non-E3 showcases are concerned. So uh, jumping in, we have some follow-ups to talk about. First up, Spider-Man 2 release date is now officially October 20th. If you want to pre-order, our pre-orders start June 16th. If you do pre-order, you do get some pre-order bonuses. There are three different games, there are three different versions of the game to pre-order. You have the standard, the uh, the premium, and the collectors. Uh, you get With the premium, you get a bunch of in-game items, very notably some great suits for Miles and for Peter. Uh, But also, if you get the collector's edition, you get a Venom versus Spider-Men Uh, Statue, which is pretty awesome as well. Hopefully, I can find images to post up on the screen right here for those of you watching the episode. If you're just listening to the episode, you're gonna have to go to the YouTube. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, So yeah, pretty awesome. If you want to uh, reserve your copy, again, you will have to wait until June 16th. Uh, From there, let's talk briefly about the newest revelation in the Microsoft Activision acquisition. Uh, The Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, if you will, has filed an injunction to stop Microsoft's attempts to purchase Activision. They are going legal with this bad boy. It's not enough that they have said, no, you can't do it. But now they have to, like, involve other branches of the law and stuff. So, yeah, this is really getting heated. Though, it does sound like uh, the the upper-ups at Xbox and Microsoft Gaming see this as a boon and not as a as a hindrance to their cause. So... I uh, hope I honestly hope that they are right because Activision definitely needs a little bit of a shakeup in their uh, the upper echelons there. So that's all we have for the moment there. Let's talk uh, from there. We have we have a couple of things. So we'll get into this, I guess. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. We're going to talk a little bit more about this, but we do have. Phantom Liberty, uh, the first, the the, uh, the next rather DLC for the game, uh, September twenty sixth. Uh, this is hopefully good sign. Uh, now that I have a Series X, I can get my hands on a copy of this game, and I am hopeful that it is as fixed as they want me to believe it is. So uh, I'm assuming that the fact that they're releasing Phantom Liberty is a good sign in that direction uh though uh, i very well could be wrong so definitely conversation in the comments section let's do the thing uh from there let's talk next about injustice 3 in a recent interview while doing promotion for mortal kombat 1 ed boone creator uh, co-creator of mortal kombat and creator of injustice has said that injustice 3 is not off the table i'm paraphrasing here but effectively uh actually uh tyler lansdowne another developer involved in the making of said games over at NetherRealm studios uh also said in a in a in an interview recently that injustice 3 very well could still happen very well likely will still happen in the uh slightly distant future. Uh, According to Lansdowne, the reason they went with Mortal Kombat as their next game instead of Injustice like they had been for years previously is because they have upgraded to a new engine. So they wanted to do the thing that they do best, which is Mortal Kombat. Um, so just they had new toys to play with on the development side of things and they wanted to develop another Mortal Kombat game. There was, It was, according to Tyler Lansdowne, it was a conscious decision on their part and not because the, the situation was a little iffy as far as who is going to own the rights to these WB characters tomorrow, uh, as was the speculation around the community, but still kind of a... The uh, uh uh political uh that's not the word i'm looking for the the a neutral response to that this this definitely playing his cards if you will so yeah it's it very likely still was a matter of well we own the rights to these characters so we know what we can do with them uh we don't necessarily own the rights to those wb owned characters so if we're not owned by wb in the morning we're going to have all of this development done and no game to show for it. So yeah, it, it just it makes sense. Either way, if you believe the way the way Lansdowne put it, if you believe the the official NetherRealm narrative or if you believe the rumor uh of behind the scenes uh turmoil, either way it makes sense they went with Mortal Kombat. <clears throat> but we do now have official assurance from Ed Boon that there will be very likely will be a third installment in the Injustice franchise, as he is a big fan of not only the franchise he created, but all of those DC properties. Which, speaking of NetherRealm, let's move next into Mortal Kombat 1 follow-up real quick. According to the official Mortal Kombat 1 Discord, and then shortly thereafter, it was posted up on the website as well, uh, but Mortal Kombat 1 will be playable uh, in a demo capacity, but still be playable at evo 2023 so there will be it it sounds like it's going to be some further along build of the game uh, further along than what we have seen from the summer game fest uh, footage so that's pretty epic in and of itself from there we are going to switch things up just a little bit normally we would be going into trailers but our regular news as it's warrants switching the two. So we're going to be doing regular news first and then from there, we're gonna go into trailers. So in regular ass news, uh, the first thing before we get to the non E3 showcases as uh, very quickly, because I, I feel like it needs to be talked about because it is such a big deal in the community right now. Uh, the whole Call of Duty situation. Nick Merckx made a, a comment on social media that honestly could be interpreted in a multitude of ways even though he has kind of made some clarifications since the comment was made in that it, it is kind of the direction that certain people who uh, how are we going to say this <laughs> nick Merck said a thing that pissed off people who have slightly to more advanced liberal viewpoints on the world and therefore has kind of been canceled in a weird way the people in the upper ups over at the call of duty uh call of duty Warzone, and call of i can't remember was it Modern warfare 2 either way uh nick Merck's skin in two call of duty games has been pulled because of comments that he made on twitter uh that really are you you gotta be kind of grasping at straws to be offended by what he said Uh, Or you have to be really, really hiding something to be so sensitive as to think that he directed it in the way it is being contorted on, on social media now as well so yeah it's it's just it's a thing that happened uh so from there tim the Tatman has said well if nick Merks, nick Merks and i are good friends if his stuff has been pulled down i stand in solidarity i actually believe uh in the same things that nick mercs did and so i i think you should be pulling my uh skin down too and they did and now dr disrespect who is potentially bigger than both Nick Merckx and Tim the Tatman. Um, Though I I honestly haven't looked at the numbers, but I'm pretty sure Dr. Disrespect is is slightly larger than the two of them. Um, He has uninstalled his Call of Duty games as well and said he will not continue to play until uh, Call of Duty comes out and apologizes for what they have done or they reinstate the skins that they have pulled out of the stores. So uh, just a... (sighs) a big sticky situation that if if virtue signaling weren't a thing this wouldn't be either So alright, so that's the one thing that is not non E3 related. Let's talk about some game showcases So what we're going to do right now is we're going to very very quickly run through all of the Announcement pieces that were made at the individual so we have summer game fest that happened since we spoke last we have the both the Xbox uh, presentations. we have the regular showcase and the extended showcase. We also have Capcom and Ubisoft there was a PC game one as well but most of the stuff in the pc gamer one was cut is covered by everything else in these uh, main four so we're just going to talk about these guys Uh, starting things off with the first on the list is the Summer Games Fest so everything announced at Summer Games Fest and then when we get to the trailer section we're gonna talk about the ones that are the most notable Uh, so Summer Games Fest Let's do this. <laughs> Summer Games Fest was Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth coming in 2024. Spider-Man 2 gets an October 20th release date. Prince of Persia: Lost Crown coming next year. Mortal Kombat 1 uh, gets gameplay uh, gameplay trailer Fortnite wilds reveals transformers crossovers pretty awesome uh, sonic superstars new 2d classic uh, alan wake 2 gameplay reveal like a dragon gaiden is coming this november star trek infinite is announced john carpenter's toxic commando announced sandland a new addition to, from akira Toy- toyama and bandai namco Pow world is a game like pokemon but with guns we have lord of the rings return to moira uh, coming this fall final Fantasy Seven: Ever Crisis getting closed beta. Ban- Banishers: ghost of New Eden. New action RPG Baldur's Gate 3 introduces Jason Isaacs as a major villain. Uh, we have Twisted Metal debut on Peacock. We're going to talk about that in the TV section, July 27th. Marvel Snap getting a new competitive mode. Tr- new trailer for season four of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Path of Exile gets a gameplay trailer. Ex- Exo Primal is getting a Street Fighter 6 crossover. Lies of P gets a demo and new release date. Netflix shares. Witcher Season 3 trailer, Warhammer 40k, Space Marines 2 reveals Co-op, Nicolas Cage coming to Dead by Daylight. We've actually talked about that one a number of times at this point. Uh, yes, Your Grace sequel is announced. Witchfire comes early. Uh, early access in September. Remnant 2 release date is revealed. Immortals of Avenum, uh gets an extended gameplay clip. Under the Waves gets an August release date. Hon- Honkai Star Rail gets a PS5 release window. Black Desert Online Expansion gets a new trailer. (laughs) Lisfonga, Time Shift Warrior is the new hack and slash game. Fae Farm gets a release date and PC reveal. Throne and Liberty gets a new trailer. Party Animals gets a new release date. All of that and that's it that is everything from the summer games fest if you are interested in any one of these things in a little bit more detail then you're gonna have to go watch the summer games fest uh except for the mortal kombat stuff basically we've covered everything in there already so from there we have the ubisoft forward again gonna try and breeze through this very very quickly so here goes nothing uh, we have Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, release date September 7th. We have The Crew Motorfest, uh, release date September 14th. Assassins uh, And a closed beta, uh, July 21st and 23rd. Assassin's Creed Nexus VR, uh, play as Ezio, Cassandra, and Connor in VR, release date this holiday season. Uh, Assassin's Creed Codename Jade is a new mobile game, takes place in Japan. Closed beta registration is open now. Assassin's Creed Mirage Story and Gameplay Deep Dive release date October 12th. Yes, please. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws, once again. Yes, please. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws Open World Game, uh, story and gameplay reveal trailer release date sometime next year. Uh, Other announcements include Just Dance 2024 release date October 24th. X Defiant Open Season from July 20... Or Open Session, rather. July 21st through 23rd. It will be a free-to-play game. It looks pretty awesome. I don't understand how this man can do an entire presentation on a game. With Sam Fisher on a wall behind him, and not acknowledge Sam Fisher on the wall behind him. But there it is. <laughs> Continuing, Prince Persia: Lost Crown deep dive. We got a little bit in the Games Fest, and a deep, deep dive on the uh, Ubisoft Forward. And then Captain Laserhawk: Blood or uh, Blood Dragon remix released on Netflix next fall. It's going to be an anime series. Uh, the Division Resurgent release on. Android and iOS this fall. Skull and Bones closed beta August 25th through 28th. Jet Set Radio crossover into Roller Champions. Uh, Brawlhalla, Master Chief Combat Evolved crossover. Yes, please, and thank you. Master Chief and the Arbiter both are going to be proper new characters in the game and not just reskinned characters from the game, so that's pretty awesome. A free trial of Rocksmith Plus on PC, plus a new mobile app. Uh, Riders Republic Skateboard add-on release September 26th. Final Mario Rabbids uh, Sparks of Hope DLC with Rayman set to release in 2023. Towards the end of the year, so probably in the fall or getting ready for the holidays. So from there, let's move now into the Capcom showcase so much stuff all right so capcom showcase we have uh dragons dogma 2 we got a deep dive gameplay trailer we got pragmata uh some maybe in-game stuff but it's a delayed again indefinitely so we don't really know what's going on with this game still don't even know what technical genre it falls under Uh, we also have apollo justice ace attorney trilogy hd remasters of four five and six coming to consoles early 2024 uh exo primal again a little bit more there than we got previously exo Prime, a new trailer roadmap revealed dino hunting uh then we have ghost trick uh remaster of the game demo available now coming to all consoles including previous generations we have uh kitsuna <laughs> Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess, sorry, uh, unveiled as the, at the Xbox showcase. We've got a little bit more here. Action strategy, RPG, uh, coming to Xbox and PlayStation and all current generation consoles, minus the Switch. Uh, Mega Man X Dive Offline, so it's a mobile game that they're going to be shutting down, but before they do, it's going to be an offline game that you can download and you can play without needing a web connection. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be Steam, ios and android and that was everything for capcom capcom is the much smaller of the group this year Uh, and then our final one is xbox we have technically two different showcases to breeze through real quick so let's talk xbox momentarily all right so let's see what we can do to make this fast Xbox Showcase is Fable Reboot, starring Richard Ayoade, which was pretty awesome, not gonna lie. We have uh, no release date announced just yet for that one. South of Midnight, Compulsion Games, new game, third-person action-adventure, is going to be pretty crazy not gonna lie Uh, more star wars outlaws we have persona 3 remake and persona 5 tactics spinoff persona 3 reload early 2024 and then persona 5 tactica is uh november 17th avowed because you know avowed must happen Uh, we have avowed first person rpg from obsidian Release date sometime, 2024. Senua's Saga Hellblade 2 release window next year sometime. Forza Motorsport releasing October 10th. We have Starfield. Oh, we have the Starfield showcase. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Uh, uh, I just lost my place. Cyberpunk 2770. 2077 Phantom Liberty uh, first major story expansion September 26th it will feature Keanu Reeves and Idris Elba it looks pretty dope not gonna lie Clockwork Revolution for those of you really needing to scratch a Bioshock itch Clockwork Revolution is a thing from In Exile Entertainment first person RPG shooter next Xbox Series S model the carbon black color variant will feature a 1 terabyte solid state drive will be released September 1st. Uh, Other announcements for the first uh, Xbox showcase were 33 Immortals, Payday 3, Sea of Thieves getting a crossover with The Legend of Monkey Island on July 20th. Microsoft Flight Flight Simulator update for 2024 will feature Dune. You must check out that trailer. Uh, I just lost my place again. Fallout 76, new DLC set in Atlantic City, release date not yet announced. Path of the Goddess, the Kitten uh, Kunitsugami i'm gonna say that right one day japanese inspired game announcement trailer we already talked about that uh elder scrolls uh, online journey to necrom expansion for the mmo will be releasing uh, june 20th Overwatch 2 invasion new stories missions and cosmetics release on august 10th and juicent magical climbing puzzle game release fall 2023 so much is going on. Alright, uh still wakes the deep eerie game about offshore oil drilling worker releasing in early 2024 Dungeons of Hinterberg. Cozy RPG with monster fighting and skating. Released in 2024 Cities Skyline 2 City Building Game release on October 24th. Metaphor re-fanta- Refantasio uh, Atlas Fantasy RPG releasing in 2024 as well, and then Towerborn new game by Stoic releasing next year as well will be available day one on Game Pass, and then the extended presentation had a little bit deeper dives of things they kind of covered previously. We have High on Knife, which is the first expansion of the High on Life game that came out a little over a year ago. Uh, that has the Rick and Morty guy as the producer and does the voices of things and stuff. Uh, yeah, so that'll be the first. De- DLC for that game. Uh, no uh, so- story set two years after the game. New weapons release date later this year. Per, uh, prior purchase required, obviously. Uh, first descendant crossplay beta. Uh, Xbox Series gameplay showcased. It's uh, August 22nd and 28. Beta full game will be released at the end of the year. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, an arcade challenge. Uh, Meaty update for rhythm action game uh, release on July 5th. Another Crabs Treasure and more ID at Xbox Games on Game Pass. Ten indie games coming to Game Pass at release of Another Crabs Treasure. Uh, Tectonica, Sea of Stars, Herald Halibut, and more. CD project Red details Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty expansion. Black Market Walkthrough, blah, blah, blah. And then Lamplighters League release date October 3rd. So much going on. Uh, We have avowed details from the game director. We have Towerborn, a little bit deeper dive into the game of Towerborn, Fallout 76, once in a blue moon update, June 20th release, glimpse of Atlantic City expansion, Elder Scrolls Online. We already talked about Phantasmophobia coming to Xbox Series X, early access with cross-platform play in August. Capcom details PVE content for Exo Primal in Exo Suit Variant and Savage Gauntlet. uh, id at xbox acceleration program sizzle reel drag her stray god sun's eye, slime heroes and more featured uh do an expansion for microsoft flight simulator we already talked about that go mech ball revealed release in 2024 lies of p details this looks like a dope ass game uh lies of p details various weapons bosses and uh, september 19th release you can get the demo for this game right now uh and then behind the scenes video at samora saga uh the senua saga rather sorry hellblade 2 motion capture process and etc xbox fan fest celebration tease for 2024 looks like comic-con for xbox nerds pretty solid solid stuff there lightyear frontier multiplayer features showcase early 2024 release and phil spencer plays 33 immortals with the developers and does an interview so that is what happened at the showcases Uh, from there we have no other regular ass news so let's talk about the trailers the biggest ones that were of note some of these actually did not come from any of these non-E3 showcases but we do have some pretty awesome stuff in here so uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles getting an expansion getting more DLC we're getting Dimension Shell Shock. you have Usagi Yojimbo as a playable character now once this launches it will be launching later this year an exact date was not given Uh, trailers to check out we have Sonic Superstars Uh, this looks like a return to form that most of us elder millennials, remember from our childhoods. Uh, Classic 2D platforming on the Switch, hell yes, go check out this trailer. Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, yeah, uh, again, return to form for what we know and love about this franchise if you are an elder millennial like myself. Uh, Squirrel with a Gun, what the hell did I just watch? Uh, This is a trailer that honestly must be seen to be be believed. It is exactly what the title of the game entails. It's a squirrel with a gun, and it's not exactly what you're thinking, I don't think, so go check that out. Uh, Star Wars Outlaws, there is a gameplay, there's 10 minutes of gameplay. You basically are going through a mission in this game and this looks like Star Wars meets Metal Gear and I'm super super here for it Uh, then we have Brawlhalla again Master Chief and the Arbiter joining the cast as full-on characters not as new skins for existing characters so that's pretty awesome Clockwork Revolution this again if you're looking to scratch a Bioshock itch Clockwork Revolution is the game that is going to do that at least to some degree there are it, it would appear that once you get deeper into the gameplay of this game that is where most of the differences are going to be But on a very superficial level, this is your Bioshock fix for the time being. Next, we have Avowed because Obsidian just can do no wrong. If you love Obsidian and there's no reason not to, then you'll love Avowed. It looks great. Go check it out. And Life or Lies, rather, of P, uh, Goth Pinocchio launching September 19th. You can get the demo right now. What's not to love about that? <laughs> All right, so that being said, our suggestion this week, just because it took up the entire section, go watch these showcases, because this year is pretty solid. Capcom, and eh, you could probably skip the Capcom one because basically everything they announce there gets announced somewhere else. But the rest of these are absolutely worth your time. Go watch the the Xbox showcases, go watch the Ubisoft Forward, go watch all of the again maybe not the capcom one maybe not the sony one either if you haven't watched that one yet it's probably not worth your time but the rest of them absolutely are and that is your suggestion for gaming Attack this week all right let's get back to normal shall we uh in comic books in books we have an old book kind of resurging in a weird way we also have Predator returning in a very unique way. And honestly, uh, uh, the internet called this one uh, a couple years ago, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, That is, uh, that's the tease. So let's get into the stuff. We have no follow-ups or corrections. We have no trailers. So let's just jump right into the regular ass news, shall we? Uh, First up, we have Avengers Inc, a quote unquote new book, because this is kind of returned to form for how the Avengers started in the sixties, but Avengers Inc. Marvel announced a new noir-inspired series written by Al Ewing and art by Leonard Kirk uh, set for a September release. It's going to be paying homage, like I said, to the 60s roots of the team and specifically the role that Janet Van Dyne, a.k.a. The Wasp, played in founding the group. So that sounds honestly pretty great, not gonna lie. Next up, the Marvel Ultimate Universe is returning in all of its glory. Uh, Jonathan Hickman and Brian Hitch together will be rebooting the Ultimate Universe for Marvel. Jonathan Jonathan Hickman obviously doing the writing, and then uh, Brian Hitch going to be doing the art. Uh, Direct Sequel is going to be coming out of the Ultimate Invasion arc that is coming to a close currently in Marvel Books. This is the first time since 2015 that there has been a proper Ultimate Universe, so that's pretty great. Uh, Then next we have Predator versus Wolverine. Uh, Superpower Beatdown called this one a little while ago. They have a, a live-action version of this. It's a fight between these two, anyway. And it's pretty awesome in and of itself, so go check that out. But also, Marvel has announced a crossover series with their newly acquired uh, former Fox property, written by Benjamin Percy, acclaimed writer uh, for... Taking Wolverine's ferocious spirit to the limits and the character's ongoing blah 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 blah. Uh, Greg Land art art will be from Greg Land, Andrea Devito, uh, Ken Lashley, K S- Zama, and many many more. It is set for a September release, so it is going to be. Uh, I, I this is uh, how could this be a bad book? Honestly, how could this be bad? Somebody tell me please, because I don't think it's going to be bad. I think this is going to be. It's going to be a one off. It's going to. It's not going to pull on a whole bunch of new people into Marvel, but it's gonna make the fans who are sticking around pretty happy. Yeah, and that's my, that's my, that's my, View into the future. Uh, from there we have a suggestion for comic books and books. We have uh, Batman versus <laughs> Predator. Uh, it's going old, old. It's uh, Batman vs. Predator. The first book happened in 92, I believe. No, no. Uh, first book happened in 91. Uh, it won an Eisner in 92. Then another book happened in 95 and another book happened in 97. So there are three volumes of Batman versus Predator. So while we're waiting for Predator versus Wolverine let's see the OG do it in the DC side and uh yeah Batman vs Predator is your suggestion for the week definitely go read that one which brings us now into TV updates uh again Rider Strike is still going on so it's not going to be as big as we want though bigger than last week I believe so that that's that's uh, positive sign, I would hope. In this section, we have uh, some follow-ups on some shows that honestly shouldn't be all that surprising for people, and then we have a few trailers that have been announced, and that's really about it. So, uh, starting things off, follow-ups and corrections, we have Superman and Lois has been renewed for a fourth season. So, yes, uh, we will be at least getting a fourth season. Hopefully we will make it to a fifth because I believe that was what the Uh, showrunner originally wanted. He was trying to tell a story in five seasons. So hopefully we will be getting that uh, and only time will tell there. And actually only James Gunn will tell at that point. (laughs) Though our next follow-up has to do with another one that should not be shocking and that is Gotham Knights on the CW has been cancelled after its first season. Uh, this, this This show didn't even get Batwoman numbers and Batwoman was a joke. So that'll kind of give you an idea as to why it's been canceled. So yeah, again, not super surprising. Let's move on though. Uh, let's talk about now about the trailers. Trailers this week we got uh, during the showcases, the non-E3 showcases, we got a Twisted Metal release date and proper Trailer this shows us Sweet Tooth and John Doe doing their thing going by this trailer alone It looks like they're definitely going to be hitting the tone of the majority of the twisted metal games because twisted metal black Started taking itself a little bit too seriously, but the previous twisted metal games before that were definitely had a bit of a a Lighter side to all the darkness and death So yeah, this looks definitely like it's going to be doing that Uh, July 27th is the release date. It will be on PC peacock because i keep forgetting that they switched from showtime to peacock but it is going to peacock so there you go uh, and then our next trailer is honestly just more of a tease for the boys it has to be noted because it's the boys new homelander tease that is just further reason why and i'm brain farting the actor's name and i apologize but why the dude who plays homelander really deserves much more recognition for being as incredibly evil as he is Uh, yeah and then our final trailer for the week is the second trailer for season two of foundation has dropped And if you do not know what you're in for, this trailer is honestly not doing a whole lot to shed light on the crazy that is the second book of the Foundation series. So uh, July 14th is when it hits. And of note, season three is currently filming. So they are working towards much more content in this series and I am here for it as well because Yes, uh, just just so good. Uh, Asimov in and of itself is great, and then their interpretation, while not perfect, is pretty damn close. So, uh, we do have one piece of regular ass news for TV, and that is uh, a retirement. This is usually when we're talking things about uh, people in the uh, industry, usually it's because they've passed. Well, this one is, Got a little bit more on the bright side of that and that is that Pat Sajak over at the Wheel of Fortune is retiring. Uh, Pat Sajak has been hosting Wheel of Fortune for 41 seasons. The man is 76 years old and the season that is about to start in September is going to be his final season. So it's, that's that's one hard-working man right there, and uh, a, a happy retirement is definitely well-deserved, so uh, congratulations to Pat Sajak on a career of being great and being uh, uh, living in everyone's living room for at least a, a couple of decades at a time. Uh, that being said, that's all we have for the section. Let's get into suggestions for TV this week. Suggestion is Secrets of the Mogwai. Uh, the new Gremlins animated series on Max is so much fun. Uh, I honestly like I love the the two live-action movies, they're fantastic. They're, we we watch Gremlins every year at Christmas, so like that is that is a staple part of, the, of our life. But that being said, I'm not super deep on the lore because I know there's a lot of lore involved, so whether or not this violates any of the lore that's already pre-established, I have no idea. I just know this is a hell of a lot of fun for an animated series, though a little dark if you've got young, young kids. There's some things in here that you go maybe this is for like uh pre and not really uh four-year-olds but either way it's a hell of a lot of fun for somebody who is uh kind of a grown child in and of itself so yeah absolutely recommend the secrets of the mogwai the new gremlins animated series on max go check it out Which brings us into the movies section. Slightly larger again than last week, but still kind of minuscule by comparison to when the industry is in full swing, when there isn't a writer's strike and potentially an actor's strike pending on the horizon. In this section, we have uh, the Fede Alvarez Alien movie is in the news. We also have can't believe I missed this kind of things in trailers, as well as a a new intriguing installment into the Spider-Verse movie franchise and a couple of other things to talk about. So let's do that, shall we? All right, so follow-ups and corrections. The Alien movie from Fede Alvarez now is Fil- oh No, I'm sorry. Release date. They've been filming. They have a release date. Sorry. Brain kind of scrambled there for a moment. August 16th of 2024 is when we will be seeing the first Disney-owned Alien movie. So that's an interesting situation there. Next up, we have more shuffling in the MCU. Uh, we, uh, The Avengers King Dynasty and Avengers Secret Wars both have been pushed back. Uh, they will, orig- they were originally set to be released in 2024, they've been pushed back in tw- 2026 and 2027 respectively. Uh, this has been because Feige is really taking to heart what Bob Iger is saying about putting out quality and not necessarily quantity. So, this is actually very likely a good thing, Uh, but that honestly remains to be seen. So, our other follow-up in movies has to do with the Fast and Furious franchise, Fast X Part 2, because apparently the movie that, let's just, let's label the movies as they are, shall we? Like, the Spider-Man movie should have been Part 1, right? Because that cliffhanger is legitimately in the middle of the damn story. So, So they should have done the same thing with the Fast X movie, but whatever. Fast X Part 2 release date is now officially April 4th of 2021. Five. so we've got a year and a half roughly before we will be seeing that. Uh, that's what we have for follow ups and corrections. Let's talk about trailers. We got the trailer for the uh, fourth installment in the Expendables franchise or the expend <laughs> Uh Yeah. September 22nd released in theaters we have Megan Fox and 50 Cent joining the fray and the question is oh, is anybody still watching these movies? Because I feel like there's so superficial it's just wow look at all the explosions and the crazy fighting that's that's the i mean i can see a place for that but is this the movie to take that place i don't know let me know in the comments down below let's have the conversation shall we we also got a proper trailer for justice league world war Uh, again the release date for this one july 25th and also if you forgot r-rated animated movie from warner brothers still don't know why Still don't know why. Strong language, probably. Uh, Anything beyond that, not bloody likely. Uh, from there, though, we have uh, Venture Brothers. Man, so Venture Brothers, the name of the new movie, because we've been trying to keep tabs on this, but apparently we missed something about a month ago. Radiant is the blood of the baboon heart is the name of the new movie. The release date is going to be July 21st if you are going to just be purchasing the digital version of the movie. If you want a physical copy of the movie, DVD, Blu-ray, etc., etc., then you will have to wait until July 21st fifth for that and also not only did we get a proper trailer for this but we also got a first look about a month ago that somehow (laughs) fell underneath the radar so links to both are down in the description go check them out because It's absolutely worth the time to do so because it's Venture Brothers, man. This is the end of a dynasty Uh, from their Spider-Verse Spider Within. This is a new short feature, a short film, I guess, uh, in the Spider-Verse universe. And this one is, according to the the directors, is this is going to be a horror-tinged Spider-Man look. So very intriguing you don't you kind of get that feeling from this trailer but the trailer is more of a teaser it's very interesting go check it out Uh, That's what we have for trailers. There is no regular ass news in movies this week, so let's just go right into movie suggestion this week. We're talking Johnny freaking Mnemonic. I've been in a William Gibson kind of mood, and so Johnny Mnemonic is the way to go. This is another one of those movies though, heads up. This is not a great movie. By the definitions of like good cinema, there's not some amazing acting, it's not fantastic. Well, it is fantastically written, but that got butchered by the director, Uh, by the time it hit the screen. So the script having been written by William Gibson, automatically makes this a classic in my eyes. Uh, the uh, the craziness that happens on screen, the things that the director and the rest of the production staff took entirely too serious from Gibson's writing, will forever keep this in the so bad it's good category, but either way, it is definitely worth a watch. It is a fun watch at that. Johnny Mnemonic, starring Keanu Reeves, as written by William Gibson, is our suggestion 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 for the week in movies. Now we're going to talk about the rumor mill. Because that's the only one left. Uh, We have leaks. We have uh, Star Wars stuff. We have two huge Star Wars rumors that are actually kind of related. And then just, you know, gaming and things and more Wheel of Fortune, actually. So let's start with new sources because we don't have any confirmations or refutations. But we do have some new sources. And the first new source is actually... uh, an amalgamation of other sources kind of in one place so uh Mortal Kombat 1 the the proper roster for the launch uh state of the game has been kept very very much under wraps and according to some recent leaks we might know the majority of the of the uh, roster so we're gonna go through i'm just gonna list all of the characters real quick and then we'll talk about it's going to be one percentage point i know it's a new source and blah blah blah, but whatever uh it's a new source for old rumor but <clears throat> let's do this so havoc Raikou, Naitara, Limei, Ashra, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Smoke, Reptile, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Raiden, Shang Tsung, Kitana, Molina, Tanya, Sindel, Johnny Cage, and Kenshi are all rumored to be main character, like playable characters in the main uh, roster of Mortal Kombat 1. Uh, so I'm giving this roster a 65% because a number of things are sticking out to me here. First, Limei and, uh, and Ashra, because Ashra's story is kind of dependent on other things being established that I don't think would make sense to establish in this game in order for her to make sense they could very much very much change who this character is because this is a reboot of the universe once again so i could be wrong which is why it's more likely than not but still ashra is not there lee may uh, is a little bit more flexible, but still I think that she's so tertiary in the eyes of casual players from Mortal Kombat that she seems less likely to make it in uh, over some of the other more popular characters. Uh, and then uh, Sindel. I don't think Sindel is going to be a main roster character. I think she might be a cameo. Uh, there there has been some some people who are digesting every individual frame of content that has been released for Mortal Kombat 1 since the uh, the, the trailer 3, was it a month ago now? <clears throat> so yes, we have seen that very probably Sindel the character model exists in the background of one of the the, uh, the arenas but I just don't see her being mainline. I think they're going to be focusing on Katana and Melina and Sindel and possibly Shao Kahn will both be in the game, but as cameos, not as main roster. So again, 65% likely that this roster is the chunk, the majority chunk of the main roster that we get with the final game. Now let's move over to new sources for Star Wars rumors. This has been floating around for some time that Lucasfilm is going to be sold off by Disney. (laughs) So, the first of these rumors that I heard, and then we're going to talk about, is that Lucasfilm, uh, that Disney rather, is going to sell Lucasfilm back to George Lucas. And the other rumor is very similar, is that Disney is going to potentially sell Lucasfilm to a foreign oil tycoon. Uh, I'm going to say this again and again and again, it would seem every time this thing gets brought up. They did not spend four billion dollars on a franchise just to sell it back to the guy they bought it from or sell it to some random person. Like that just, none of this makes sense. They didn't drop that kind of cash on this franchise in order for that. So not bloody likely on either count. Uh, Disney is going to run Star Wars into the ground whether it kills them or not. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about new rumors, shall we? First up, we have another Superman legacy rumor. This one is kind of more secondarily related to Superman Legacy, uh, but it is uh, rumored that in the Superman Legacy movie is going to be our introduction to the authority uh, group of superheroes and from the DC multiverse, we do know there is going to be an authority movie. And since Superman is the only major DC uh, uh, property that's going to get a movie before the authority movie is set to be released, it only stands to reason that This is going to be our proper introduction to the authority. So 75% likely that that is legitimate. Uh, The next one has to do with Batman 2. This is... I didn't know how to deal with this one, actually. So I'm just going to leave this open for another talking point. We have Josh Hartnett and Joel Edgerton are both said to be in final discussions to potentially play Two-Face in the Batman sequel. Um... I, I would be honestly legitimately down for either of these guys. I think Joel Edgerton would be more appropriate for it he just seems to be a little bit more versatile as far as his acting abilities Hartnett's a fine actor I'm not trying to disparage Hartnett at all but I think Edgerton's a little bit more of a well-rounded actor Uh, so I think I think he would probably be more appropriate for the role but I would be down for either of them so I didn't know it's the same source there's the same source says that these two are both potentially going to be it so how do I weigh it against itself, it doesn't make sense. So there's no percentage on that one. But uh, next up, we have Legend of Zelda rumor that has to do with the live action or major motion picture release anyway, because depending on which source you're talking about, some sources are calling it a live action. Some sources are saying it's going to be Illumination Studios doing another animated movie, much like they did for the Super Mario Brothers just recently. Uh, but apparently they are nearing a final deal for distribution through Universal. Uh, yeah, this is this is kind of one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood right now. 90% likely that we will be hearing an announcement about this very, very soon and that it will be through Universal once again. Uh, so from there, we're going back to the Wheel of Fortune for a moment. Uh, the rumor here is that replacing Pat Sajak is going to be Ryan Seacrest. Um, this... Could honestly go either way, so we're gonna go 50%. Either way, uh, Seacrest is super busy dude. He has a lot of jobs in Hollywood, so that's kind of the reason why not, and the reason why it might be him, because maybe he's done doing Morning Show and he wants to do uh, the, the Wheel of Fortune instead of live with uh, the with Ryan and Kelly. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe maybe he's he's gonna drop one of his other 50, 50 projects. It just could go either way. So yeah, very, very riding the fence, if you will, as to whether or not we're going to see Ryan Seacrest replace Pat Sajak. So once again, 50% on that one and that nerds is where the episode ends. Then I wanna thank you for riding all the way through this one, all the way to the end. I appreciate your faces. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss out on any of the nerd news. Or if you're confused and you don't know some of these references I'm making, then you're gonna have to watch the rest of the videos to keep up on your nerd news. That should be appearing somewhere to the side of my face right about now. Click or tap box, do the thing, subscribe, Follow, share, whatever. I appreciate your face nerds. Before we go, always, always remember that if it's generally nerdy, it's probably here.